Guys, welcome back to The World According to J-Caps. I am J-Caps. It is December 5th, 2022. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who has continued to listen to this podcast. Because, as you know, sometimes on the inside, it's real touch and go. And um, I'm just glad that you guys have had my back. Had my back through all the ups and downs. I cannot... Thank you more. Um, and, and, and with that, let's get into the show. All right. So much going on. So much going on in the world. Um, you know, we got this, this podcast, as you know, the world according to J-Caps. I don't really pay attention to the news that much. I do it as a gimmick, but if you were to say, if you were to ask me if I really know What's going on? Not really. So, you know, take everything what I, what take everything what I say for a grain of salt. Okay, just take everything what I say for a grain of salt. Is all I'm saying, and is all I'm pleading with you, at your own peril. Okay. So, and I bring that up to say that I was sort of paying attention to some things in the news, and I noticed that Kanye West has a new album. And I have not heard it, but I've heard that people are, I've heard that the reviews are mixed. Um, but I didn't see like an album cover and I don't know anything about it. So uh, that's, so we're going to get to that later in the show. And also that's really the only, that's the only reason I brought up the news. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining the show. Um, you know, typical typical J-Cap stuff in the world of the world of J-Caps. So, as you know, over the last few weeks, I have been doing a recurring bit where I say that I'm quitting whatever this is that I do. Whatever this is it comedy, what is, whatever I do. I don't even know. I should have figured that out by now. But whatever I do, I'm thinking of quitting all that shit. And becoming a um, a cover a, a guy that plays covers in bars or like even in coffee shops, just your run of the mill cover artist. What do you guys think? Is that a good idea? Well, the only reason I bring it up because I've been doing this. I've been saying that I've been doing this for the last few weeks, and I think it started out as a as a hilarious joke. Which is when I say it out loud, I think it's a hilarious joke. I, it started out that way, but and then every week, like I sort of kept keeping the bit going even though I only have like six listeners so and I never even talked to you the only reason I brought you guys up in the beginning because I was very surprised that a few people said they actually listened to this show and it was on their number one or like or like number three let me not get ahead of myself number three at least no number three but I, w- I was super appreciated I couldn't believe it I was like has this has this person ever heard of other podcasts to me, but totally grateful and honestly, my applause and deepest gratitude to you. But only to say, only to say that none of you guys commented on this my thing on this bit, or is it this bit that I've been doing over the last few weeks where I am going to quit all my stuff and become a a guy who plays covers of songs and I only know two covers, and I don't even play them well. Like I don't play them objectively well, so it does sound like a bit, and yet. 
And why and the reason I bring this up this week um is because and yet I bought a very expensive guitar. I got a new amp. Um I've been practicing all the time like a maniac. And it's like what why like the joke's over. Like stop. Like what are you doing? What why are you doing this? And it's funny because I I've been enjoying the hobby of playing music, but I also have a I guess an obsessive personality. Like is grading animals the thing that I did? Remember that thing I did like a year ago for like two and a half years? Grading animals? Was that like a an artistic expression or just obsessive behavior? You know? And are we at the precipice of another exciting example of obsessive behavior that will lead my life into some other weird realm that I don't know what's going to happen about it? But so anyway, that's what's going on with the... Um, the cover musician thing. But the thing is, I also think it's a hilarious joke. I think it's hilariously funny that I'm doing it. But am I really doing it? That's the thing. Well, I'll say that I'm definitely very, uh, like I said uh, two seconds ago, very grateful that the that people were listening to the podcast on Spotify and made those little things. It was really nice. And it did, it did give me a little more... Um, excitement about doing the podcast because sometimes it does feel like I'm just talking to nobody and that's kind of funny I guess but is it but is it kind of funny is what I want to know so at that dead end I think it's time to do what we were planning to do from the top which is um google news you've heard of it it's actually a website news.google.com and People are wondering, why is it not google.news.com? You ever think of that, Google? All right, so now on google.news, actually not google.news, on news.google, again, subterfuge. If you if you wanted to ask me, oh, wow, we are finding out about this right now. Um, okay, so right now, actually, believe it or not, holy shit, 25 minutes ago, you're hearing about it first, so I think it's important to talk about things first on the news. So I'm the first one to open up Google.news.google. Hold on, start, I, I need more news. For, and it turned out I was the only one who, right now who, who opened up Google.news and discovered the new news that has just been come out. But I found out about it, and I'm telling you first that... I need more news time. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to get to it. Just remember, your source, JCAPS News, found out about this first 25 minutes ago today. Kirstie Alley, Cheers, and and something called Veronica's Closet star dead at 71. Kirstie Alley, Cheers, legendary TV show, Cheers, and also... Something called Veronica's Closet star, dead at 71. Terrible news. And actually, I want to say, I watched Cheers. I was old enough to watch Cheers when I was a kid, and I did watch it. And I was also the first one to read the news. It only happened 25 minutes ago. So I I feel like if you open Google News and it says within the minutes, you're like hot off the presses. And I just want to say that I feel... 
my condolences go out to Kirstie Alley and the survivors of Cheers. It was a great show. I really loved that show. Um, and I'm sad. Kirstie Alley was great on that show. Um, uh, if anybody doesn't know, Cheers was a, about a bar. And it had a wonderful, um, eccentric cast of characters. And Christy Alley was one. Christy Alley was a great one. Uh, also, another great character who was on Cheers, Rhea Perlman, also a great character on Cheers. Uh, also, in the show, it was like a crossover because she was married to da- Danny DeVito, who was on the show Taxi, also a great show. And Danny DeVito, also a great actor from that time of TV shows. So, but once again, Kirstie Alley, famous Cheers star. Also, we should find out what Veronica's closet is. But nonetheless, she was a star. And sadly, she is now dead at 71. And um, we at the World According to J-Caps want to send our condolences. And we love Kirstie Alley. And she's one of the greatest um, Cheers was amazing. I loved Cheers, one of the best shows of all time. Um, I used to watch it actually, but believe it or not, I, me, I was the first person, one of the first people to watch it before Seinfeld. Because Seinfeld, when Seinfeld was just starting out, when they were like an indie TV show, they got to open. No, actually, Cheers got to In TV shows, it's better if you open because people will go to bed. So opening is like closing, kind of. And Seinfeld got to go after Cheers, which was Cheers at the time was the best show on TV. And then this upstart new Seinfeld came out and they were like, it was sort of like Cheers was Metallica and um, Seinfeld was Nirvana. But instead of like the song that goes, their song was like, right? Whereas, like, um, the song from Cheers, actually, is a great song. Uh, I don't think Kirstie Alley sings on it, but it's about all the stuff that goes on at Cheers. And it's like, Don't you want to go where everybody knows your name? Dun, 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 dun. And they're always glad you came. Dun, dun, dun. You want to go where people know the troubles are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. If you ever heard the real version of that song, honestly, pause the um, pause this podcast and Google the song, the original song from Cheers, which I don't know what it is called, but using Google, honestly, um, sponsor of the show Google, um, let's just give a shout out. Uh, they have a website where you can go and look up stuff like this. So, for instance, now I want to know, um, I want to know original song of Cheers. So original, and I got to spell that right. O r i n i g i n a l, uh, song of Cheers, and I'm just gonna put that in, and it actually fix it fixes my spelling of original because I actually spelled it O r i n. I-G-I-N-A-L, Song of Cheers, and Google still found it. That's how good... We are. Uh, just wanted to just remind you that Google right now has... Um, they also have a new browser coming out called Chrome, 
and it's pretty good. I mean, it has all of the websites on it. It's got uh, tabs. It's got, um, it actually hooks up with your email. A lot of people are trying out Gmail as well. And um, yeah, I think that like, I would recommend you check it out. Uh, they're actually this episode's sponsor. And the, I honestly think, like, just to doing that test of, like, how I spelled the word wrong, like, the thing is pretty good. So check that out and use coupon code JCAPS in the checkout when you when you sign up for 200,000 gigs of Google Drive. And that's actually the Christmas. You can actually do Xmas JCAPS 25 for 25% off of your Google Drive order. You also can use code Ocean Wildlife 2023 for another an additional 25. Oh wait, wait, hold on. That's Ocean Wildlife JCAPS 2023 because in 2023 um, I'm actually going to be doing some more nature stuff. I'm really going to this time get off my ass and do it. So that's pretty much what's happening with that. But let's get back to um, Cheers, the original song. It actually has, yo, this song, did you guys, I want you to Google that song and listen to it. There are, there's a lot of shit going on in that song. Even, even more than what happened on Cheers. The song about, if you listen to the whole song, now it's by a guy named Gary Portnoy and Judy Hart Angelo. And a lot of people, when they listen to the song, they thought Judy Hart Angelo, that her part, they thought that was Kirstie Alley. Unfortunately... Um, you know, this just in on the original Cheers theme, original demo, Judy Hart Angelo's part was not Kirstie Alley. In fact, the guy does the singing and I know the piano, I guess, I don't know if the, I don't know exactly know what she did on the song or maybe that was her voice. But in any case, she did help write the song. She's a musical artist and she should not be trying to be erased just because right now, it's a hard time. Actually, right now, and I don't want to make any more light of this. I wasn't trying to make light of it, by the way. I was just reporting the news. Um, and I honestly never saw Veronica's closet. So, listen, respect respect goes to Kirstie Alley for crushing it so long. And um, look, it's the same thing. Like, people are going to hopefully, like, when I... By the way, how did Christy Alley die? But I was just going to say, it's similar. It's not so unsimilar. Christy Alley's Veronica's Closet situation is not so unsimilar. To my own struggle right now, as I move from grading animals into a more guy who plays cover songs at a coffee shop, and, like, I'm probably going to be remembered more for grading animals, but you never know. Like, it's just very... It's It reminds me of what Christy Alley went through when she was coming up with... Um, the show Veronica's Closet. So let's actually, um, it's time for an ad, guys. If you have you ever been like reading Google News and something happens where it's like you don't know what the fuck they're talking about on the second part of the news, like even the headline, even the headline is like one thing you know about, the other thing you don't know about. That's where you can actually use Google to solve some of your Google News problems. And um, and so like for instance, if you're using Google Chrome, you can put on the tab. Uh, the new tab thing and let's put in I'm just going to put in like Veronica's closet like some like it's just a term that you want to find out what it is and I just actually typed it in 
uh, V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-S-C-L-O-S-E-S-T. It's actually Veronica's closest I wrote in there, but Google knew that I meant Veronica's closet, and check this shit out, dude. Damn it, dude. This just fucking in. Veronica's Closet was a TV show created by David Crane, creator of Friends and Episodes, that starred Kirstie Alley and nobody else I ever heard of, but Kirstie Alley was in it. That means fucking David Crane originated show from 1997 to 2000. And, dude, that means that was a good show. Probably. Yo, let's hear it for Kirstie Alley. I was actually on the wrong. Veronica's Closet was made by the guy who made Friends and the guy who made um, fucking Episodes and also the guy who made Dream On. Or they were actually both writers on Dream On, which are heavy hitter old school shows. So, you know what? This time, I was wrong. I thought Veronica's Closet was just some bullshit that they tacked on to her epilogue. You know, uh, Kirstie Alley's epilogue. Um, that, I feel like. How come we don't call it an epilogue? How come the last article about you isn't the epilogue instead of the obituary? Because, listen, I know I should I know I should get the wrong buzzer for calling it an epilogue, but let's slow down for a second and let's examine something, okay? I think it's kind of fucked up that once somebody dies, you go to the news, and where do you look? The obituary? Th- that's how you respect the dead, by calling by calling them a bitch for dying. Obituary. Like, that's that word has so much, like, negative syllable, like negative syllables coming in. O-bitch-you- Ari, Ari, kind of. Ari is like the R. Obituar. That would be a terrible thing. Obituar, like a French, the obituar, where the where they cut the heads off of the fucking cows, just to like see you are just a piece of meat. Obituary. So, I think it's much nicer to call your last article the um, the epilogue, because the epilogue. What do you in what in which context does one remember the epilogue? Maybe I need... In which con... No, actually, you know what? That doesn't work. In which con... You know what? Here, I'll do this. This might work better. This might actually work better. To illustrate my point is all I'm saying. To illustrate my point is all I'm saying. Um, I'm trying to look for... I'm really... I got to remember what I'm saying so that I can... Order. Order in this... What I was saying was... Just imagine... If you die, right? And then the article that comes out is called the epilogue. And it's like the end of a movie where the credits start to roll, but then all you see is like these pictures from when the guy was alive doing awesome shit, and it's like he ended up buying a house in the Hamptons. This character rode a motorcycle into the sunset. That character and that character ended up finally fucking and it was super hot. This character jerked off to it through binoculars. And then the credits roll. And you get a sick epilogue of all the cool shit that may or may not have happened 
because the movie's over and it's like you have to leave that to your imagination just as we have to leave death to our imagination and just figure like what happens happens all right i'm glad i'm glad we went there together and um i just want to like that so i really honestly hope that kirsty alley gets a great epilogue right and i think that's something we all can agree on can't we yep So moving on into other news, what do we got here? Um, Warnock. Oh, hold on a second. Warnock gets early vote edge over Walker in Georgia state runoff. Warlock, Walker, Walking Dead. Who the hell still watches that shit anyway? Am I right? All right, dudes. Warnock, Walker, Turns out it's not uh, Walking Dead stuff. Like, it's not any fantasy stuff. And I know that is disappointing for some people. I was like, Warnock, I really hate names like that, which are like, what's the name of the fucking character from the the H.G. Wells time machine when they go into the future? More, more locks. Am I right? More locks? I'm just going to use actually a different website. I'm going to use Google's competitor, Wikipedia, to look up Morlock. Morlock. The Morlocks, right? Morlocks. They're mutant characters appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. That seems weird. Oh, they were named after the subterranean race of the same name in H.G. Wells' novel, The Time Machine. Bro, fucking, isn't that just ripping off? Marvel is accused of stealing the Morlocks from H.G. Wells, who I thought, who I remembered it from. Okay, all right, all right, that's it. I'm not happy now. Now I'm angry, and I'm really upset, okay? Now I really have to say, God damn it, I, I didn't want to have to do this. But I, I honestly thought that this episode was going to go in a different direction. And I'm really upset because I was actually going to say that they were not Morlocks, but it's actually the guys in Georgia, Morlock, and... Herschel Walker, they're like not the science fiction guys. They're actually just two black guys, right? I was going to say that. I was I thought it was going to be funny. But I'm not going to get to that because we got a fucking issue on our hands that I cannot let go of. I have to talk about this shit. Morlocks. Stolen. Marvel Comics. H.G. Wells. Stealing. And I don't like it. Here's the thing. You know, we got... Just because you die... Here's the thing. Just because you die... And this is this is the issue. Just because you die and your great artwork... You're dead for a hundred years. And your great artwork... Fucking rocked. It was the number one shit for like a hundred years. Then... You have to forfeit all your rights to it. You have to just be like... It's in the public... It's in the public usage... Now you don't no, no longer own it. Even though it might be 100 years since you're dead, I don't know. I think that that's wrong. I don't think it's allowed for Marvel Comics to steal H.G. Wells's 
um, Morlocks. And it says that the guy Chris Claremont was the guy who stole it. And he was also the writer on on um, X-Men, I guess, in the beginning. He helped make X-Men. But now, order. Hold on a second. Well, Chris Claremont, if you stole the Morlocks from H.G. Wells, then what else did you steal? Did you also steal the... Um, did you also steal the X-Men, the uncanny X-Men? Was that from somebody from the past, like H.G. Wells, but a different guy? Like like H.R. Wells, like a different guy from like a different 1800s writer guy? Do you just scour the old books and you just steal stuff? Is that what you do and it's allowed and you get away with it because you're allowed to do that because it's it's not copyrighted anymore because of a, of a loophole in the copyright law? You're allowed to do that? No, that's order. order. I don't think so. I think that's both literally and figuratively called stealing. And somebody's got to say something. It's like all of the all of the truths are out there. All the things that people know of are you can just look them up. You can look them up on Google and to a lesser extent you could look it up on Wikipedia, and you can find out who really stole who. Who was the stealer here? Is it H.G. Wells who created it out of his own imagination? By being a creative guy, he didn't even have the internet. He was just like, I'm going to imagine a time machine, and he's going to imagine that you can't change history. You're going to keep going back in time and figuring it out. You know who else stole from H.G. Wells with this shit? And I'm not afraid to say it. Order. Hold on. Sit down. No. We're, we're not done here. I just realized. It's like I knew that if you go back in time, you can't change it because something else keeps getting screwed up. But you know what, though? I didn't know that because of H.G. Wells' the Time Machine book. I knew that because of Back to the Future, the movie show. But then I, sa- then I started getting to thinking, and I'm like... Back to the Future, the time machine, the time machine, back to the future, back to the future, the time machine, the time machine, time, back to the future, time machine, time machine, back to the future. Wait a second. Something is, something is weird about that. What is that? I'm, I'm like getting like a vibe. Those things are connected in some way. Those things, those two words, time machine. Back to the future. Back, future, time machine. There must be some connection. There must be some reason that these two words are making me feel like they're connected in some way. Time machine. Back to the future. Back to the future. Time machine. Well, we're going to figure out what exactly is going on there. And we're going to get back to that. But first off, what I wanted to say was Marvel Comics are stealers. They're stealers of the idea of the Morlocks, which was originally from H.G. Wells' novel, The Time Machine, who was original. He was the original guy to come up with. And I'm going to click on, actually, actually, it turns out that Wikipedia has these blue letters on its website. And if you click on it, you can actually go into it. It's like a portal. And it goes into whatever that topic is. 
So I'm actually going to look into H.G. Wells' a little bit, and I want to find out if he didn't also steal his time machine idea. Let me take a look at it. He had, it says that he used to be into a future stuff. He used to be obsessed with futures. He was into tanks, space travel, nuclear weapons, satellite television, and something real, really. He, he foresaw it. Wait a second. Wait a second. It says a futurist and a visionary. It's, it says that, hold on a second. This is a bit weird. By the way, this is if you want to check this out, this is on well, uh, wikipedia.com slash W-I-K-I forward slash H period underscore G period underscore Wells hashtag futurist. Okay? So if you want to follow along and I find this shit. H.G. Wells, a futurist and visionary, foresaw the advent of aircraft, tanks, space travel, nuclear weapons, satellite television, and something resembling the World Wide Web asserting that Wells's visions of the future remain unsurpassed. John Higgs, author of Stranger Than We Can Imagine, Making Sense of the 20th Century, states that in the late 19th century, Wells saw the coming century clearer than anyone else. Um, he, quote, unquote, now this is the next part of this is quote, unquote, but this is what he, quote, unquote, saw. He anticipated wars in the air, the sexual revolution, motorized transport causing the growth of suburbs, and a proto-Wikipedia he called the word brain. In his novel, The World Set Free, he imagined an atomic bomb of terrifying power that would be dropped from airplanes. This was an extraordinary insight for an author writing in 1913, and it made a deep impression on Winston Churchill. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. So there's a couple things wrong with this. There's a couple things wrong with this, and I'm going to break them down into, into news stories. Okay. First news story is that the World Wide Web, satellite television, nuclear weapons, space travel... Tanks and aircraft are stealers. They stole the idea from H.G. Wells, who came up with it first and did not get the credit. Once again, H.G. Wells, a futurist and visionary, but a guy who also, maybe he should have put a copyright on some of his ideas before just giving all these ideas away for free and then everybody actually copying him for years. People coming out with the World Wide Web acting like, it was so popular in the 90s. That shit should have been here back when people were wearing toppy hats. Like, I don't understand. If he came up with all of this shit in 1913, then how? Co- then why aren't we further ahead? We should have had... Somebody should be, do- be doing futurist shit now instead of just doing all these copies. Everything is about copies now instead of being about the future, more cool future shit. So, first of all, I just want to tell... I just want to say, like... <clears throat> Google, you actually, Google and Wikipedia, I came out this episode fucking kissing your ass. Your websites, I'm acting like, oh, what a fucking great manna from heaven, Google. Giving me a fucking nice website to use. I admit, the Google website is a very nice website. I do like the Google Chrome browser. It's very nice. All the websites look clear. When I put my glasses on, 
the websites look clear. They're not blurry. Like, I appreciate that. I appreciate you have a good internet. It doesn't have, it's not like crumbly. Like, did you ever look at some graphics and they look crumbly? Crumbliness in graphics is due to low resolution. And it's something where, like, you should not, if you don't know how to do it, like, I know how to do Photoshop. I'm really good at Photoshop. So if you don't know how to do Photoshop, you don't know how to put resolutions on, you're, it's actually, you're bad at Photoshop. So, but not, like, I'm just going to say Google has good, it does all that shit good. And honestly, and honestly, Caps, I want to stop you right there. I can't believe you think you could get away. You could get away on the good people who listen to this show and try to put one over on them. And try to say you're going to go with the revelations. You're going to say revelations and you're going to pretend like you are going to conflate those two words? You stupid idiot. Come on, Caps. What do you think? You think the listeners of this show are dumb? You think that they would settle for such an inane and idiotic joke from you? From you, the one who used to research a bunch of shit before making a joke. And now just feels like it's a lot easier to just riff on this microphone to audiences of no one. Isn't that right, Caps? And then, and then, as a as a as the final straw that broke the camel's back, you try to say, "Relevations." Revel. You try to use a dance term. You try to say that in order to be good at Photoshop, in order to be to to, to in order to conquer the World Wide Web, created by H. G. Wells in 1913, that you instead of needing resolution for your images, you need resolutions. Right, and you thought, and and in your head, you thought, what a brilliant boy am I. Right, Caps? How dare you? How dare you? Wow, thank you so much, Spencer. I agree. And, you know, it's funny. I do do want to apologize to everybody because I started this show with a, a lot of gratitude. For my audience, you know, for my audience of... The people who said that they listened to the show, Matata, uh, shout out Matata. Um, I think, um, uh, Soli, you can now, whatever, how you ever you say your last name, but I post, I posted, I, I thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, Lopez2420, and I think that's it. And I think that's it, right? Those are the three people. So I, I was right. There are three people, but thank you so much for listening. And no, I don't want to be doing subpar bits for you. You know, that's the thing. It's like if I don't want to walk the room, as they say, in stand-up by bombing so hard that the last three people in the room walk out. That's not what I want. So, yeah, no, I apologize. Resolution is what I meant. Resolution. But what I meant was, what where I was going with it was that H.G. Wells deserves an apology from a lot of people who ripped him off, including... Um, the Americans and the Americans for basically ripping him off for the atomic bomb. I mean, the atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in the end of World War II, almost as a, like, stop with this shit already. Like, stop. Uh, All right. What do we have to do to stop you guys from trying to, like, do all this fucking wild shit, guys? Like, you're on the wrong team. Like, can we at least admit, like... You know, can we at least admit admit that, like, that was the wrong team to be on? And stop already. Like, the thing is, you know, when people go to war, they go hard. In World War II, they went hard. The other side went hard. They were like, 
we are we are trying to really clean house. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like the Germans, they were like, we listen, we have our plan and we're going through with it, right? And they were on the wrong team. I think if this moment in history teaches us anything that society still is pretty sure that they were on the wrong team. So America, like when it was with the Japanese, because Germany like fucked their shit up and then they could they were done. And then J- Japan was still fighting hard in the Eastern theater, as they call it. There was an Eastern theater and a Western theater that used to be called the Western Front in the First World War, right? So, but the, the Germans already like, they shit the bed early. And then it was the the Japanese who were like trying to fucking finish the job, and they were going hard, man. Yo, the Japanese went hard, and then, but we had to be like stop, and so we we dropped an atomic bomb, and I think, and an H bomb, and a neutron bomb, and we also fire. We also had like this big like blowtorch, and we would fly a plane and just like blowtorch huge swath but dude don't act like don't act like japan was being super chill and just being like oh no don't hurt me i'm just a little itty bitty japanese no japanese was doing wild shit japanese was like straight up going into towns and getting samurai swords and just chopping babies into little slivers of like salami meat like they were going so in they would be like a woman would giving birth and then they would be like just chop, 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 chopping the baby into little chops, all right? And I think on an earlier episode, I went into, like, how hard it is to imagine somebody just chopping somebody up into, like, two or three pieces. But imagine the difficulty into chopping babies up into 60 parts with, like, just, like, a steel blade, you know, and and honestly, if you look at the the rape of Nan King, which is a thing that happened, which is just one of some of the Japanese's greatest hits during, like, because honestly, at that time, in World War II, a lot of, like, if you were on the Nazis team, you had to, like, it was like being in a gang where, like, you had to show that you were not a pussy and that you were willing to just take a bunch of people and shoot them in the face like 15 times in front of a brick wall. And if you didn't want to do that, then you're a pussy and you can't be in the Nazis team. But um, the Japanese could hang. Like, they were tough. They would do all types of shit like that. They would just come in and fucking... One of the things they did, they, they, they were like, we see your Holocaust like you really have a thing against the Jews. Like, really? Like, okay, guys. All right. All right, dudes. You guys are like, that's your thing. But for the Japanese... The Japanese were more about like doing like rape of Nanking style, going in and raping all the chicks and then chopping the babies up and chopping everybody up. Because, I mean, listen, stereotype or no, they do like to chop stuff. You got to admit. I mean, this is not, this is just like we have samurai swords, right? And those, what is that for? But for chopping, also fighting hand-to-hand combat, but also for chopping, like that's what you do with it. In case if you ever had a samurai sword, you would have to, um, you would have to admit that one of the moves is a chop. Are we, where we admit to that? I'm just gonna Google samurai sword, and actually, it, I said I spelled it samurai S O R D, but it is samurai sword. With a W. 
Um, it's actually called a katana. And I want to see something. Um, and actually, katana does do chops, but also they do slashes and stabs. And it was actually designed for cutting, but it's widely used for stabbing. So you really want to be stabbing. And so maybe, to be honest, chopping might not be the main thing. It mostly is for stabbing and, to a lesser extent, chopping. But the reason I bring it up is because... Um, I mean, yeah, why did I bring that up? Why did I, where, how did I get to that whole, th- the whole part of that? So, uh, you know, my brain's a little foggy. I did have, um, I did have COVID a, f- a few weeks ago. So I am experiencing a little of the brain fog that is associated with post COVID getting stupider. Um, but yeah, so, so the world, so in, so they were the bad guys is, is what I'm saying. And, um, and so we dropped a, a neutron. We dropped several neutronian hydrogen atomic bombs on them, and it was actually we were copying H.G. Wells the whole time. And I didn't even know that. I was actually, I used to watch the Man in the High Castle show, which talks about like the well, like what happened in the histories. And at that time, they didn't even because it was an alternate history, and they didn't mention H.G. Um, Wells. And I also remember learning about the war. As a Jewish kid, learning about how, like, the Nazis just fucking nonstop killed us all the time um, and, like, made us, like, even before that, like, made us feel really bad. Before they just started wholesale killing us, they went through about, like, seven years of making us feel really bad that we happened to be born Jewish. They were mad about that shit. But then they moved on to killing us. And I remember learning about how the America won the war with the H bomb, but you know what? Nobody ever told me that it was actually the H G bomb. It was actually the H G Wells should have been copyright should have been like, instead of calling the two atomic bombs, little man and big boy or whatever, they should have called it H G and Wells property of time machine industries copyright 2013. If you use this, you should be paying the estate of, um, H.G. Wells' kids. Because H.G. Wells, you know, he made all these great, hilarious, futuristic ideas, but then he died penniless, like, in a in a ditch, you know, like, just like Mozart. It was like... And if, like, somehow he got the royalties from the future, then maybe he would have actually succeeded. And even though he's remembered for all for all time and ripped off constantly with not only all of his futuristic ideas, but I also feel like his movie, The Time Machine, was a little bit like another movie that I can't remember right now, but, like, I do feel like... Caps, I can't believe that you would want to do a callback of you mentioning the... What's the movie called? I know, dude. I can't remember the name of the movie genuinely. That's the thing. That's so weird. I can't remember it either. What's it called? It's Time Machine Back to the Future. That's right. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Back to the Future. That's the movie I was trying to think of. Uh, And actually, lay off, Spencer. See, you couldn't remember it either. Back to the Future, also a ripoff of H.G. Wells' The Time Machine. And and you guys are bad for that. How come you didn't just call your movie Back to H.G. Wells' Time Machine? giving credit to the original artist who 
who created the time machine idea, and you guys are stealers. If you talk about time machines, you're a stealer. Okay? So you're not allowed to do that. All right? It's not allowed. It's stealing. Okay? So I'm just trying to get a few things straight. Order. Order. Okay? Let's figure something out. All right? I'm looking through Wikipedia, and I'm looking through Google News, and I'm finding a lot of copying. I'm finding out that basically everybody all over the place is copying other people's ideas, and I don't like it. It's very immature. It's like, didn't you didn't you learn any manners as a kid? Didn't you understand that you have to come up with something on your own originally and not just rip somebody off's other thing that they they made it up and then they died penniless and now you're going to wait 100 years and steal it? That's not allowed. Whoever thought of that? What kind of asshole would do that? What if I died? You're going to steal my idea? That the kind of person you are? Well, I never. Well, I goddamn never. All right. Anyways, um, I think this would be a good time to remind you that in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, in 2023, just wanted to let everybody know that the year 2023 is coming upon us. It's literally coming upon our faces right now. Um, it's coming away. It's coming so soon. It's like 2023 is just about to come. It's so close to coming. But whereas some people are so close to coming that they'll come within 15 minutes or 10 minutes or even two minutes or even just a couple of strokes of their dick... Uh, 2023 is not going to come until December 31st of this year, 2022. So say what you want about 2023, but 2023 has some sexual endurance. And it is able to stave off coming for several weeks, as uh, as it appears on the calendar right now. And um, that's something that is worth our admiration. You know, because I don't think I could last. I don't think I could last until 2023. That would be tough. That would be tough. I'm no. I'm no sexual expert like that. I definitely would come and bust into the new year prematurely. But anyway, I wanted to say that in 2023, I J Caps will be unveiling my cover band. My cover, uh, I'm going to be a cover band. I'm going to, I'm going to do covers of songs. And, um, and I just wanted to tell everybody like that. I'm going to, I'm going to cover and at your, possibly at a coffee shop. I'm not going to tell anybody about it. I'm going to do it secretly. No one's going to know. None of my throngs of fans, none of the throngs of fans of, of grading animals or the, the legions of fans of, the world, according to Jacobs, will know when I sneak into the night and go to a coffee house and play three, possibly two covers on guitar. And, and I will think myself a cover musician artist in secret. Um, and, and, and I'm going to do this completely surreptitiously. And some of you may think, 
But Caps, is doing cover songs ethically responsible? Didn't you just say in between that segue diversion about how 2023 doesn't, it has great sexual endurance that copying, covering songs or copying songs as a cover is unmasked to be? Isn't that a, a, a terrible thing and an un, uncouth thing? And, and what do you think about that, Caps, as, as the audience puts two and two together um, the way uh, Spencer and I put two and two together and discovered that H.G. Wells not only uh, created the all the products that we know of today, but also that um, Back to the Future stole his time machine idea. And, and, and am I a hypocrite for wanting to go in public and cover songs? Well, I'll say this. I am not saying, I'm not going out and saying that I wrote those songs. I'm not saying, hi, I'm J-Caps. And also, by the way, I, here, check out all these songs that I wrote and they're my idea. And I'm going to change the names of them, but it's my idea. I'm just going to, actually, probably not even change the name, just like maybe a little bit. And I'll be like, yeah, I wrote all these fucking great songs. I'm not doing that. I'm saying that I'm covering songs and I'm citing my references. I'm showing that I that I did not write them by showing who did. That's not copying. That's covering. And it falls under fair use law. And so you're out of order. And actually, the case is awarded to J-Caps. And actually, you got to spend 35 years in jail for even thinking that I would do a fucking copy move like that. Order, you're out of order, and I'm, and I'm upset that you would even think that about me because you know how I feel about copiers. You know I'm, I'm the last guy to copy. I'm the first guy to cover, though. All right? You understand the difference? Covering and copying two different things, and that's all I want to say about that. Um. So we got a little we got a little sidetracked, but we're gonna go back to the news. And that's right. And I just want to say that uh the news is still located. Remember, if you're looking for news, still you're still gonna find it on news.google.com. And if you go into Google's new browser Chrome and you put google.news.com and press return, you do not get news.google.com you get CNET for some reason CNET bought google.news.com but news.google.com is actually Google News so that once again google.news.com and if you put that into your browser for some reason that's CNET which is not Google News on the other hand, if you put in in your browser news.google.com, that's Google News. So, I just want to say that I just uncovered a hack. I uncovered a hack in Google News. So, Google News does not bring googlenews.com, google.news.com does not bring you to Google News. For some reason, google.news.com brings you to CNET. Did anybody know about this before? No. I'm the first one to figure it out. What does that mean? Does CNET have information that we need to know about? 
What if I Google news.cnet.com? Does that change anything? What does it mean when you put a thing after the first dot in a website? Shouldn't the first three dots be www all the time? What is CNET? All right. Well, we're going to have to figure that out on another episode because I don't know that much about computers. Turns out news.cnet.com brings you to cnet.com slash news. I don't understand how any of this shit is happening. But the truth is, is that google.news.com brings you to CNET. And I think somebody should tell Google about it because why did they allow, why did CNET allow, why did Google allow CNET to steal their website name and make it a redirect to their website? So I don't like that. I think that that is also bad. Our society has really gone down the tubes. I really, I really honestly think that. I think our society was never, our society ain't shit mostly, but they have gone way down the tubes. My wondering, my wondering is that when the when the modern people like Bill Gates and I guess Jobs or whoever that guy is or whatever, all those nerd guys, when they stole the World Wide Web from H.G. Wells, did they know that they were going to like make the whole entire internet just about stealing? Because the whole entire internet is just about stealing stuff. It's not about doing anything fair and square. It's all about trying to steal. And it's like, what does that say about our fundamental... The internet is the bedrock of our society. It's it's at the core of every tenet and belief that we have as a society. And if it's ultimately based on stealing, I think that we should take a... We should take a look at ourselves. What's that name of that song? Take a look at... Take a look at me now, because it's just an empty shell. And he's coming back now, but I'm against the odds. Is a story I have to tell. Take a look at... Honestly, we should, should take a look at ourselves. We're just an empty shell. And we're stealing all this stuff, and it ain't right. And it's the price we have to pay. Take a look at us now. Yeah, I think that that's what it really is. That's what it really comes down to. It comes down to that we we spend a lot of time in our society pointing fingers and calling people stealers and copiers. But if you think about it, like they say in the Bible, which is a thing that you can steal off the Internet, and I've checked, they say in the Bible, somebody said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone at a guy who steals. I think the stone is going at the guy's head. A guy stole something from like at that time, Bible times, it was like your farm. And of course, like the guy was like needed to steal. He was hungry, but he did steal one of your chickens. And in the Bible times, it's let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So if somebody is without sin, that person that person can throw a stone but everybody has a sin because the other guy sinned you can throw a a rock at his head because he sinned you sinned you guys are both sinners so it's not like neither of you guys 
aren't going to get a rock thrown at your head once in a while. He let he who is without sin cast the first stone. But if you're sinning, you might get a stone thrown at you because you're sinning, and so you're in league with other sinners. You follow me? You feel me, dude? I hope... Let me know if you're if you feel me, dude, because that is I honestly I don't usually quote scripture on this show. Obviously, I'm a genius at it, but like, I just like wanted to like just give you a little riff, just to just to let you know that like maybe I should maybe I should just turn the show into a full just just explaining scripture to you guys, but I find that shit boring to be honest. So what I'm what I'm saying is. Um, Yes, yeah, so let he without sin cast the first stone. And that is also applicable to all the rampant stealing that's going on on the internet. But before we get on our high horse, talk about what fucking, how our shit doesn't stink, realize that we ourselves are stealers. And at any moment, a rock could come flying through that window at any of our heads, right? So, you know, that's, you know, you got to pay the cost to be the boss, you know? So thank you so much, guys. Another another grading animals. Oh no, not even grading animals. Another I forget the name of this show. Another um, w- a world according to J Caps episode in the books. Thank you so much. <laughs>